Welcome to the Red River Report. I am Michelle Karlenzig. I'm an intern at The Projector, the students association that runs the podcast for the Red River Report. And I'm here with my other intern, Hyatt Abinshin. Hey, yeah, I'm Hyatt. And he is the news editor intern, and we brought along our friend Caitlin Strylin, who's in the creative communications program with us. Hey, guys. Uh, we're really excited to have Caitlin on today. We're excited to be taking over the podcast. Yeah, this is the first time we've done this, hey? Yeah, we're, we're newbies. Mm-hmm, so so it's, it's exam time, guys. Mm-hmm. It is. We're getting to the end. We're almost there. Red River is in its last couple of weeks of school. We're in Crecom, so that means we're done in about a week. Yeah, we don't actually have any exams during the exam period where other programs do, right? So I was talking to a friend of mine who's doing the BIT Business Information Technology, and they've got a bunch of exams next week. So we're pretty lucky we get out early, kind of. Definitely. Almost a full month off. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So. Are you guys staying in town for, uh, are you getting out of town at all? not going out of town i'm just gonna be sleeping probably for the entire break yeah i'm looking forward to cleaning me too yeah i like first week i think off i'm just gonna get down to cleaning my house not just cleaning my house but cleaning myself like taking like a really long shower like an hour long shower and just like taking that time yeah (laughs) self-care gotta move all the furniture and sweep behind it yeah Got to wipe down the baseboards and vacuum the car. <laughs> My car is a disaster right now I with bet. all the gravel outside and the sand and uh, salt. But I think it's a, it's an interesting thing, right? There's a lot of um, there's I think it's important to keep your 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 house clean. It's in terms of mental health, and I really wish that I was able to manage that because I I find sometimes, especially in the last month, a couple weeks, I get home and my house isn't clean and. It, really isn't as calming as I'd like it to be. So I, I, I want to try to implement a cleaner regiment coming into next semester. But there's a, there's a few things coming up like in the, in, like around the school. Michelle, do you know, did that, um, did that RRC market? No, it hasn't happened yet. Do you know when that is again? The Red River Crafts the, Market? The Winter Market, I think. You know what? It did happen, actually. Oh. It was last week. Oh. We tried to get a, a correspondent down there to check it out. Um, unfortunately, it didn't work out. She had a, um, she had a tutoring session. But... Um, yes, it's from what I heard at the uh, Students Association meeting, it went well, and uh, it was really cool. We kind of, here at Princess, we don't get as much, adve- um, there's not quite as much events going on just because of our, our size, um, but we try to get over to the Notre Dame campus as much as we can and, and check things out. So. There's other winter markets, though, not necessarily just the Red River one. So I, oh. I, I would no, I mean, like it would have been cool to go to that one. But there's uh, there's third. Do you ever do you guys ever go to the third and bird markets? Yes, I've I never did. been. No? They just had one just finishing up right at the bay. Um, yeah, they had one at the bay and then they're at the at the forks uh, oh, right. through like up until I think every Thursday up until um, Christmas. Ooh. And uh, yeah, so that's. It's, Caitlin, you've never been before. Uh, Third and Bird, is that in the basement of the bay? They do it in the basement of the bay, but they also okay. do it at, um, uh, like, at Manifest. They set up, they run the like the the market there, and uh, yeah, at the Forks as well. So okay. yeah, they kind of pop around. It's become a lot. Like, it's become big. It's huge. It's, yeah, it's been around for a while, but it just kind of started to get big in the past couple of years. It's definitely like the, the influencer uh, market, I guess you would say a lot of like really big Instagram accounts that are local Manitoba mm-hmm. businesses and, and artisans. Um, they go there. Um, yeah, it's it's gotten to be so big. It, it's awesome in one sense, but I know a lot of people 
that um for example, my mother-in-law, she makes handbags on the side, but she likes the low-key markets because she's not really doing it to hustle or it's just kind of a retirement It's more plan. of a pastime, right? Yeah. And then I think the community of those like artisanal markets, right, that people get to know each other. You see, I, When I'm walking around them, I see like they, they're getting on, on really well. The 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 vendors all, all there like know each other so I yeah I haven't been to the I didn't go to the one of the bay this year I went last year it was great but yeah, yeah. I plan to go to the forks I usually end up spending way more money than I should that's a problem <laughs> I always I, I take out the amount of money that I can spend and that's it or I end up blowing like hundreds of dollars on soap <laughs> or got, jam you got to cap it right? yeah, yeah absolutely absolutely any favorite markets you've been to Caitlin um favorite markets I haven't been to too many markets lately but i'm a big fan of conventions of any sort so like i guess like farmers markets i do like um but i did go to this one like farmers market slash convention it was like the saint fatel agricultural fair i went to at the end of the summer and it was so cool you guys like they had a lot of vendors selling like handmade goods but they also had competitions for like the prettiest plant in like every category or like the biggest head of broccoli. So is that where the convention? Asked? I'm I'm not sure what the what what you mean by conventions. Conventions. So I guess it was more just like incorporating like a lot of different like displays and vendors okay. rather than just vendors. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. So what else is going on in the world of news and students and Red River? Well, I guess. Um, I don't know. On the on the weekend, I went to see. It's not necessarily pertaining to uh, Red River Jess, but like in the uh, this the season. The, the holiday season. I went to, um, on Saturday night, I saw the WSO play with Nightmare Before Christmas. Ooh, how was that? It was so good. Um, I haven't, I don't think I've seen the movie in, in like probably more than 10 years, but I went with my girlfriend and my dad and his girlfriend and we were, and, and her kids and it was big outing and uh, with like nine people and I was the only person that I had seen the Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, oh really? my goodness. Yeah. You guys I have re- seen it, yeah? Oh, of yeah. course. Okay. That was like such a, that was one of my favorite movies as a child. It's but fantastic. It's, it's so good, but it's funny because when I rewatch it as an adult, you see it so differently. Oh, yeah. You're like, wait, yo, why was I watching this as a kid? This was creepy. Like, I was not old enough to watch it. It's not like it's, like, super inappropriate, but it's very dark. It is, yeah. And But Tim Burton, what a Tim visionary. Oh, hey? yeah. Like, yeah, He's just awesome. Totally. And with the WSO, too, just having that more... Uh, they said like with 70 musicians playing the music it was it just had that much more impact right it was just that much more impactful on you I, where was I, it it was at the the, the concert hall yeah. and it was a one-time thing they did it on friday and saturday oh, okay yeah. mm-hmm. nice i really want to go see nutcracker this year the ballet the ballet yeah, yeah. ballet's ballet's fun i've never seen a ballet before um, what I I'd really wished I would have gotten to, but I bought the tickets for my mother-in-law and father-in-law and I never tagged along, but the collaboration between the Brothers Landreth and the Winnipeg Ballet. Did anyone see that? No, no I haven't. Oh, I heard it was so good. That would have been something really cool to check out. Mm-hmm. They're and, super cool, those guys. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure, for sure. Everybody. The ballet guys too. And the <laughs> women. <laughs> I think girls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, moving on. So what's going on in the the world of Red River these days? Caitlin. Caitlin likes to find these fun stories. Whenever I see Caitlin, she's got the coolest story for me. Uh, like, like, forget what's happening in headline news. Forget what you've <laughs> been seeing on Facebook, Instagram, Twitterverse, whatever. Caitlin's got a, the coolest story that's just from a funky angle and 
oh man caitlin's super cool i could go about caitlin all day caitlin <laughs> what do you, you got you've got to have something so, good for me here so i have one story here uh the rrcsa whiteboard a treasure trove of fun facts and the story was written by the story this story was written by romeo shagba Ooh, okay. And it is about the whiteboard in the atrium of the Roblin campus here on Princess Street. And every week it's updated by Leslie Howe, who I believe is a part of the Red River College Student Association, Association office. So every week she updates this whiteboard with really tiny writing of <laughs> um, all sorts of super cool facts. Like, for example, Sir Elton John claims to own more than 200,000 pairs of sunglasses. That's and not surprising, though. I guess, hey, but He's I wonder. It's a cool fact, yeah. for sure. I wonder where he Proud stores them. Like, how oh. do you store 200,000 pairs of sunglasses? Probably in, like, uh, I feel like under, like, the earth opens up and, like, a golden staircase uh, in a becomes bunker. apparent. Yeah. In a bunker, bunker in but- case there's a nuclear war or something. Like, <laughs> oh, for sure in a bunker. And it makes it sound like when it opens up, the doors open up and, like, <laughs> yeah, some smoke like comes out. Hydraulics. Yeah, and definitely some like pyrotechnics or some laser. Sh- no, more so laser shows, for sure. Oh my gosh! Just to be a fly on the wall in Elton John's sunglass room, for real. Um, if, if those walls could talk, wow. <laughs> All right, moving on to the whiteboard. What what else is on there? There's this really nice quote from Howie that reads: "I understand sometimes it's tough for students, and I hope they either." smile or giggle when they walk past the office on the way to class and i think that's just so cute and there's always some really like wholesome facts on this whiteboard like for example like what to call like a group of ferrets just like fun stuff like that and it, i always get a chuckle when i walk by it does it say okay because like it, like for example like a murder of crows yeah like so what's a group of ferrets i believe it's a business a bi- oh business. i think it's called a business <laughs> Which is awesome. Ferrets mean business. Because, like, if I don't know, like, I had a ferret Literally, in my life for a number means of years. Business. Ferrets means business. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, this is the best fact like, ever. Where did I? Why they did don't I mess miss around. This? Yeah, that's a good, that's a great one. And oh also an animal one here. A man in Pennsylvania has an emotional support alligator named Wally. Oh, that's isn't that cu- sweet? That's so cute. Yeah. So who's sorry? Who's Howie? Leslie Howie is the administrative supervisor for the RRCA at Red River College's Exchange District campus. And she updates the board daily, daily mm. with a list of trivia and oddities. Well, that's just nice. Yeah. yeah. We got to go check this board out sometime. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what else is going on, guys? Like, I feel like we're just so consumed with like last minute projects and stuff. I haven't been paying as much attention yeah. to the news as I should have. Me either. Yeah, just so preoccupied with my own stuff. But, yeah, the news continues. The news never stops. Never stops. <laughs> well, the new women's hospital opened up uh, at um, the HSC, and I think that's pretty cool. That's, uh, like, a step in the right direction. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. The the kind of the article that I was looking at is the first baby was born there um, not to, on December 1st. So oh, that's really? so cool. Yeah, so they just opened up, I think, at the uh, uh, like, I think on September 1st. I'm not certain about that. But, yeah, you know, it's um, it's just, a, I think, a really good thing that they're doing at HSC there, especially amidst all the, the budget cuts in um, around healthcare in Manitoba right now. But 
I uh, it's it's nice to see. It's a nice story. There's this baby's nicely showcased here. When was that? When was the baby born? Eleven forty-five on Saturday, December first. No, oh. uh, I guess that's uh, that, w- that was Sunday, December first. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah, cool. they've been doing a lot of renovations on that hospital in recent years, because mm-hmm. um, I believe the old women's hospital was still on that like hospital campus. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're just yeah they opened up the new one it's super beautiful the architecture um and one part one part about this building i really like is how it looks like right on street level like you can walk underneath like the huge overhang of the building and there's like big pillars you can kind of walk through it's very like yeah open to the street but still provides like a lot of shelter which i think is cool Mm -hmm. super cool so um, <clears throat> this is the last Red River report that will be happening until the new year. Mm-hmm. And I guess we should just kind of segue into maybe some like New Year's resolutions, guys. You know what? I'm, I'm Am I getting ahead of myself or should like we should we talk about Christmas? Like I just like Christmas is so played out. Um, well, yeah, I, I don't know for Christmas. It's an interesting thing, right? Like I was, I was actually at the, uh, Polo park on Friday and they, uh, there was, there's the whole black Friday sales going on, but, um, I was there to cover the protests that were going on, um, against black Friday and the whole consumerism and fast fashion and how that contributes to things and just these pressures to buy people things. And, and I don't know, I don't know what other people do for Christmas if they still want to go all out, but <clears throat> Excuse me. Me in recent years, I try to stray away from like buying physical goods. Absolutely. And you know what I do is I buy uh, tickets, and uh, I've been lucky. Uh, tickets have gone on sale um, for um, Cirque du Soleil uh, performances that are usually in the spring or the summer, and so I get me and my family tickets to that, and that's what I do. And my mom, for the last, I don't know, I think. 10 years gets me my folk festival ticket nice you know like that's like that's just what she gets me she doesn't have to think about it it takes the 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 load off me and she gets to provide for me this awesome thing and you know I think it's really cool and people are moving away from that kind of consumerist outlook because it has huge impact and like I don't know we don't need all that stuff it's it's waste okay it's not only damaging to the environment it is um, unnecessary when you could be doing things for other people or it's, it doesn't mean you have to get something for someone else like I know every other year we go and, and volunteer at Salome um, and then every other year in between instead of we used to get every each other a bunch of gifts mm-hmm. and then we're like okay between my, my fiance my mom my dad my brother his wife we draw names now so we draw yes. names we put a $50 limit this year which I'm super happy my brother uh, mentioned to me was to do uh, Manitoba local, it has to be a Manitoba made. Awesome. So, which is super, super cool, especially because that is really cool now. Like, yeah. I like that that is cool, like that it's a trend and that it's very hipster to buy Manitoba made stuff. Well, and and the other thing is, is um, you know, you say you got to, buying stuff stimulates the economy, but like, no, let's stimulate local economy. Also a lot of like hand, uh, local stuff is handmade and, um, a lot uh, if you, not everything, obviously, but some, a lot of things are made with, uh, repurposed, uh, material, right? So there's just, there's just uh, alternatives to like buying a bunch of crap on Amazon. <laughs> totally. I don't think Amazon needs our money, no. by the way. Like, I think that without, like, Christmas, Amazon would be doing just fine. I agree. Yeah. One thing I've seen some Crecom students post on Twitter is asking for subscriptions to news 
news outlets nice. for Christmas. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I should ask support, that. support the news, you know? Yeah, totally. pay for your news. Totally. <laughs> um, another really cool thing is my parents kind of introduced this with my niece and nephew is buying experiences, not things. Right. Um, just like the ticket thing you yeah. said, uh, they got something really cool for my nephew. It's like, um, it's called My Passports. And so you sign up for it. You pick your age. It's kind of like those highlights magazines when we were kids. Do you yeah, remember those? They're like informative magazines, children's magazines for different ages. Mm-hmm. So this one is a Passports. And, and you can sign up for a month subscription. You can sign up for a year. You can sign up for like 10 years of a kid's life. And they'll get the subscription in the mail. And it comes with information about other places in the world. So they mm. learn about world things, world events. You can kind of like cater it. I don't, I, I'm not quite sure exactly how it works. But my mom thought this was amazing because it just is informing him about what's going on around him and right. and then to the appropriate age level and they get it in the mail, which is exciting. And uh, yeah, I thought that was super cool rather it's, than a toy. It's easy. It, like because she now that she's subscribed, she doesn't have to do too much. And it's like meaningful and impactful. I think yeah. that's super cool. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, so what about what about New Year's resolutions? I love talking about this stuff, guys. Are you like against New Year's resolutions? Are you for them? Do you make them? Well, okay. Uh, Kaylin, you go ahead. You can answer this one and then I'll give my two cents. Um, I usually I usually do make a New Year's re- resolution every year. So just one. Just one. I never make them like too huge that I like don't think I can follow them, but I think off the top of my head what my New Year's resolution this year should be is to be like when I put my objects away at home or in my car to always put them in the same spot like give my objects a home because I swear I spend so much of my life looking for things I've misplaced that if I like created an organizational system I would just be like just like sailing through my day it's like putting your debit card back in the same spot like I found myself doing this and I've actually got really good at it but I would put it in my front pocket of my backpack one day. The next day, it's in my pocket of my <laughs> jeans. The next day, it's like hanging around at the bottom of my backpack. Of course, I can never find this thing because I put it in the different a different spot every time. More specifically, my goal should be to put my student card on a lanyard <laughs> because it's an everyday thing. Like <laughs> super glue it to our hands. Seriously, like our ca- arm. Like catch me like outside the class digging around for my student card. <laughs> so that's, catch me outside. How about that? That's my New Year's resolution. For anyone who doesn't know, we have to like swipe our cards to get into certain rooms in Creecom. I don't know if that's all Red River, but we we have to have our student card. So at any point in a day. It, at, outside of a door that you need to swipe, there's like three students just struggling <laughs> and rifling through their bags to just get into the room. So yeah, yeah, it's 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 a hilarious like insider Creecom thing, and but that's that's a good that's well, a well, good New Year's resolution. It's the same for other programs too. It's like uh, for any kind of. Um, room that has computer equipment in it they keep those locked at all times right, right. so Makes you, sense. you need you need a card to get into those and, and so like the, mm-hmm. you know, the more technical uh, programs as well I, I, I'd imagine I don't know this but yeah you're just making assumptions <laughs> well I've seen <clears throat> I've seen the rooms and then I've seen people swiping to get into them so I do know this in fact and I know yeah I do know this fact I'm just I'm just messing with you so what's your new year's resolution well I kind of have uh, to be honest I have a I have a drastic opinion about New Year's surprise, resolutions. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> Hyatt's got a drastic opinion about something. Um, I, I just, I don't know. I think focalizing on one day to make these grand amendments in your life is, um, is uh, counterproductive. 
in my opinion. I think we shouldn't put the onus on a day of the year to make changes. Or I can't speak for other people. Me, personally, I'm not going to focus on one day. And I don't want to get all like, time is a human construct, man. <laughs> but, I think that's a bit like a really big can of worms to open but, on the Red River Report. But well, January 1st that. is pretty arbitrary, right? It is. Like I it's, agree. it's quite, really it's, it doesn't really mean anything. Yeah, and, absolutely. Um, the, the new year is, is no different, right? So, you know, I think, I guess I just encourage people to not wait to make change the changes they want to make absolutely um and you know if it encourages you yeah but like then i conversely i think there's a lot of people that are like oh well i'll do this in new year's it's like and then they do it for a week and they just don't yeah you know instead of like actually taking on and they and they put the power on the day hoping that the new year is going to encourage them rather than taking effective steps to actually implement these changes in their life absolutely and i say they because but i'm actually speaking directly about (laughs) me in the past (laughs) um and that's why i've decided to kind of not ascribe to new year's resolutions as much i feel that i actually saw a really good post from someone um, i follow on instagram who works with people about setting goals and um pursuing them yeah smart setting objectives goals. smart objectives oh god oh god <laughs> let's not bring that up um and yeah it was basically what you said that you should be constantly setting goals for yourself every week every even every day every week every month throughout your entire life you should be um setting and this was the biggest thing she focused on reasonable and um attainable goals not being like i'm gonna quit maybe quitting smoking is good and that's fine if you set the goal that you want to quit smoking but maybe saying i'm gonna have half as much cigarettes this week or um i'm gonna instead of being like i'm gonna work out five times a week no that's probably not realistic going from zero to five i'm gonna work out today yeah Yeah. i'm gonna work out today and then i'm gonna see how tomorrow comes and having those goals and setting a mix of long-term goals and a mix of short-term goals, which I thought was really cool. Like have your list of this is my, my weekly stuff. Mm-hmm. And then in a year from now, I hope to be doing this, but people I think set their expectations so high and then you're just bound to fail. Well, and, and relying on, in my opinion, relying on an arbitrary day to encourage you to achieve something is not going to, is not the most effective way. Totally. That being said, some people do make it happen. Right. But yeah, and that's that, that's what it's all about. But. I'd be interested to hear the facts on realized New Year's resolutions. You know, yeah. like how many, what is the percentage of resolutions made that are followed through upon? This would make a good research assignment for PR. Yeah. Go. I feel like I've seen, like, personally, I think there's a correlation here between, like, New Year's goals and people's activities. Because I, when I used to go to the gym, like, right after New Year's, so busy. it would be, like, busting at the seams like two weeks later and then there's no one there in two weeks when (laughs) it's like minus 40 and nobody wants to leave their house yeah ghost town new year new (laughs) me hashtag new year new me for two weeks if i see a post i'm just gonna wait for this i'm gonna wait for hyatt to post like my new year's resolution for the year it's not gonna happen man (laughs) it's like no mine's gonna happen the student card (laughs) first that first the student card and then everything else well what is it you want to make god laugh tell him your plans what's that yeah so I've never heard of that. Keep your resolutions to yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Don't post them on my Instagram timeline. (laughs) Uh, Well, we're going to have to wrap it up for today. It was uh, pretty awesome doing this podcast, to be honest. I had a good time, yeah. Yeah, thanks for inviting me, guys. Should we just, like, tell Riley and Brienne that we'll just, like, take it over for the rest of time? I think we got this, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I like this. This is fun. And I like this radio room. It's so official. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's super awesome. Very professional. Feeling very important. 
All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. And that was the Red River Report.